everyone. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. Joining me today is Dr. Vijay Yanamadala, the Chief Medical Officer at Sword Health. How are you today? I'm doing great, Jared. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm really excited to have you on. Uh, ran into some of your colleagues at the I think at Health and at the Virtual First uh, Care Summit in Boston, and yes. they're like, "You need to have him on." I'm like, "Let's do it." I I can't imagine. I don't know why you weren't on before. So like, let's let's do it up. Well, I'm uh, glad we're doing it now. Thank you. Oh, I, I'd love uh, I'd love you could dive into your background a little bit before we kind of go into Sword Health and some of the topics we wanted to dive into here today. Absolutely. Uh, so, Jared, I'm a neurosurgeon by training. I do spine surgery. I'm still actively practicing. Um, you know, what brought me to Sword is uh, just this realization, uh, including my own research over the past 10 years, that more than 50 percent of spine surgeries that we do in this country are unnecessary and avoidable. And, uh, you know, that might come as a shock to some people, but, you know, this is really how we're dealing with pain in this country. You know, unfortunately, the least invasive um, therapies like physical therapy are underutilized, and we happen to overutilize things like injections and surgeries, whether it's spine surgery, joint surgeries. Um, and so we really need better solutions um, in this space to give access to people to the least invasive care you know, uh, paradigms that we have, which, you know, really center around physical therapy. So, you know, that's what really brought me to SWORD. How do we deliver better, more appropriate care? How do we prevent these unnecessary surgeries that are happening every day? And how do we get people better in the least invasive manner possible? Uh, that's my philosophy in life. And, uh, you know, we'd love to really see that happen in the next five to 10 years. And, can you dive into a little bit? I, I wasn't planning on asking you this, but I've I've asked every chief medical officer that's that's been on because I know the the job is different at every company, similar but different, right? Um, what at, at Sword Health, what the the chief medical officer role looks like for you? Absolutely. So look, you know, at fundamentally, we are a clinical company. We are delivering clinical grade physical therapy for the right indications. So part of that is you know, internally really looking at, you know, what are the indications for digital physical therapy? How are we rigorously, um, you know, making sure that the right patients are coming to digital physical therapy versus those that may not, uh, you know, benefit from what we're doing, but need in-person physical therapy or consultation with doctors. So developing those clinical pathways, triage mechanisms, those are all central internally to what we do. Also, uh, understanding how do we get patients the right care, whether it is physical therapy that we do or within the ecosystem of employers care with um, uh, second opinion uh, sources or others uh, that that may ultimately then carry out the care that they need, whether it's surgery, whether it's injections and other things that complement what we do. What we know is that the vast majority of patients do benefit from physical therapy, but there are some who need other care. So that's a lot of the internal work that we do as part of the clinical team. Externally, we're really trying to drive this, uh, this uh, message that I mentioned to you earlier uh, about the prevalence of unnecessary care, especially in the pain management and musculoskeletal spheres within American healthcare, and how we are really trying to fundamentally change that at SWORD. Thanks so much for for the additional context. Really appreciate it. Um, and and this kind of ties into what I wanted to ask you next, right? I think with what you just mentioned, 
Um, on your website, you have a, a phrase that sword health is freeing the world from pain. So let's let's talk through that a little bit. I know you just kind of gave us a little teaser of it. Um, talk about, I guess, the 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 current structure of of how things still you know need to be um, to be a lot better in this space, and how sword is kind of taking that that approach to to free the world from pain. Absolutely. So, you know, what we really, you know, like I said, uh, initially, um, pain management today is broken in American healthcare. You know, what we do is the average person tries four episodes of physical therapy for back pain before giving up because of huge barriers that exist for physical therapy in person, right? The transportation needs, time, taking time off from work two to three times a week for six to eight weeks is an impossibility for the vast majority of Americans. Uh, so we really make physical therapy hard to access. And then they ultimately uh, then end up in the hands of pain management specialists who do injections and then potentially surgeons who do surgery uh, without having really tried true to form physical therapy in the most rigorous way right? What we know is that physical therapy works for the vast majority of patients to improve or eliminate their pain altogether. And this is the data that we see at SWORD. I'm going to share with you, you know, uh, what we see. 62% improvement in pain scores from beginning to end of a SWORD treatment. 60% reduction in the likelihood that someone would actually pursue surgery uh, from the beginning to the end of uh, treatment with SWORD. And uh, this is accompanied by uh, a 50% reduction in medication consumption. And what we see is when we actually see these sorts of improvements in physical pain, we also see mental health improving. People have a 50% reduction in depression and anxiety scores uh, from beginning to end of treatment. And people have a 40% um, improvement in their work productivity. So why is that? You know, when we do digital physical therapy, and how do we define that at SWORD, digital physical therapy? This is physical therapy done at home, in the comfort of your own home and on your own time, but which is run every step of the way by a doctor of physical therapy, okay? So how it works is we actually have a doctor of physical therapy communicate with the patient. They actually run through their pain, uh, their disability, their goals, and their functional status. And based on that, come up with a program that is tailored for that person. Then uh, we send the, uh, a kit home for uh, that particular patient that's tailored to them uh, that includes a tablet as well as sensors that are wearable. These wearable sensors provide feedback to the doctor of physical therapy down to the degree on the accuracy of the movements. And based on that, the doctor of physical therapy is communicating with the patient and also um, changing the exercise regimen to basically fit the needs of that, uh, of that patient. So it's, it's a lot of data, a lot of real-time feedback, and a lot of direct communication with the doctor of physical therapy that really drives the outcome that we're seeing here. So it is clinical grade physical therapy that's done in the comfort of your own home and on your own time. So that's the data. You asked me, how are we freeing the world from pain? You know, these are the real world data that we're seeing. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, it, and that's great. I, I love that you had the data points. Uh, we were able to dive into them a little bit. Um, I want to, I, I guess we're not really shifting focus. We're, we're kind of continuing on, which is great. 
um, I know a big part of, of Sword Health is addressing health equity. So you talk about outcomes, right? Can you talk about some of the outcomes around how you're addressing health equity and, and, and how that looks today? Absolutely. You know, some of the barriers that I talked about earlier to in-person physical therapy, things like time, transportation, cost, disproportionately affect some populations within America, our rural populations, underserved urban communities, uh, our Black and Hispanic populations. And what we know is that in American healthcare, uh, within pain and pain management, um, our African-American Hispanic populations have the worst outcomes when it comes to improvement in pain. And they oftentimes, unfortunately, present with the worst levels of pain as well. So this is a real problem when it comes to health equity. How do we really level the playing field when it comes to pain management? What we see with SWORD, with our digital physical therapy, when we overcome these barriers, time, transportation, cost that disproportionately impact these populations that I just mentioned, we're able to really reverse that trend. So what we see is that our African-American and Hispanic populations actually have the best outcomes, the most improvement. Uh, with SWORD. Um, same thing goes with our rural communities um, as well. We just published our, um, our um, um, uh, data when it comes to uh, race and ethnicity and outcomes at SWORD. So I'm very proud uh, to share that. Basically, what we're seeing is, as I mentioned, the best uh, improvement uh, among our um, underrepresented minority patients as well as, um, as, well as our rural patients. Um, we really target this very carefully toward it's not just overcoming these barriers. From the beginning, um, our patients are able to actually select the doctor of physical therapy that they work with. What we know in healthcare in general, right, is that the person delivering the care is as important as the care being delivered. So when that person is able to actually select their doctor of physical therapy based on who they can connect with, who really meets their needs, we're able to, you know, change the impact that our doctors of physical therapy can make. When we realized that mobile hotspots were, you know, uh, a big problem, uh, connectivity was a big problem for some of our patients, particularly our rural patients and underserved urban communities, we actually started sending free mobile hotspots to anyone with connectivity issues because we did not want that to be a barrier to overcoming pain. So we're really actively strategizing around how do we really change the needle on health equity. This is not about passively overcoming barriers just because we're a digital health company. This is about also actively intervening on the barriers that we identify. Thank you so much for sharing. We've, we've done a couple episodes around, around the health equity topic. Um, and it, it, but the way that you just explained it, right. And, and, Thank you for all that you're doing at Sword Health to address this. The the sending them free hotspots. I mean, you're a, a lot of people try to solve solve an issue in healthcare, but there's an issue before they can solve that issue, right? So how yes. can you how can you provide care to them if they don't have proper connectivity? You solve the connectivity issue. Wow, you can start providing better care. So uh, kudos to you and the team for doing that. Absolutely, you know, and that's where every step of the way we're really trying to break down these barriers. Um, you know, one of the things we realized is with uh, digital physical therapy, 
you know, we are really able to make long-term gains. You know, with, um, with in-person PT, you do six weeks or eight weeks of physical therapy and then you're on your own. Um, you know, a lot of times people are instructed, do those exercises at home. But what we know is that it's hard to stay motivated. And there's also a degradation in the quality of the exercises. People forget, am I doing it correctly? Am I not? Without feedback, it's very hard to really maintain that quality. And what happens? The gains that you make with physical therapy are lost over time. And then people end up having surgery. We have at SWORD people who do up to 131 sessions over the course of a year. So we give that long-term ability to really maintain the gains that you make with a digital physical therapy program. And that's where, you know, we're really seeing uh, the difference. I'll share a little bit, you know, we're trying to change the needle, like I said, on unnecessary surgeries, right? Um, I have claims-based data to really, uh, really back that up. We did a study with the Validation Institute um, where we looked at one of our early health plans. We looked at SWORD participants and matched non-SWORD participants who did not do physical therapy with SWORD. And uh, they, uh, people who did do physical therapy on average saved the health plan $2,500 over the first year. And those savings actually accelerate in the second year. And the reason for that is with this kind of long-term program, we're really able to actually impact care, not just in that six to eight weeks that they might be engaged, but really over the course of the next several years. My, my last question for you, and I ask a lot of guests this, depending on what, ta- you know, what area they're in within healthcare, what does the future of uh, digital physical therapy look like through your lens? Yes. Thank you. So we are constantly trying to address the needs of our members um, and to basically consistently be the clinically most rigorous solution out there. One of the things we're looking at right now is computer vision. Um, as the ability of our cameras to detect motion improves, we're realizing that there are applications in certain body, body areas where computer vision may be more uh, sensitive than sensors or maybe superior to sensors. So we're constantly trying to innovate in this space to ensure that we're providing the right technology to our doctors of physical therapy to get the feedback they need to provide the highest level of clinical care. We are really actively using artificial intelligence to help us identify who are the patients who can truly benefit from SWORD, who are those that need an alternative program, and also to really alter our clinical programs in the right way to make sure that every individual has that tailored program from which they're going to have that maximum benefit. So this is where technology really comes into play here to improve our clinical programs. We are a technology company front and center. And we are really trying to innovate in every area to get those clinical improvements that, that our patients see. And so it's going to be constant innovation from here on forward. One of the innovations that we recently came up with is SWORD Move, uh, which was just announced last month, actually. Um, SWORD Move actually is a movement platform uh, that we're really trying to push movement health, Okay. Uh, What is this? You know, we have personal trainers who actually actively engage with members to prevent musculoskeletal injuries, to prevent pain by improving physical activity and exercise. So this is really about, you know, how does SWORD 
address every part of the continuum of pain management from prevention to cure. Um, and, and that's really where we see the future of digital care in the pain management sphere from, from Sword Health. Well, I want to thank you once again for, for coming on the podcast. Uh, excited to have you come on again soon. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about some other topics, maybe get you on a panel with some other uh, chief medical officers and we can kind of dive into more of the, more of the clinical side, but really, really appreciate having you on here today and excited to follow Sword's progress. Jared, thank you so much for having me. It was a privilege and pleasure to be here. I'm really looking forward to talking more.